you know, there's nothing wrong with being a part of the spiritual and religious experience, but sometimes the people can do a bit much. Their opinions, their ways of making you think less of yourself can actually kill you if you're not careful. On this installment of Melanated Memoirs, I discuss my experience with one particular church. Honey, let's get into it. Church hurt. Church hurt, church hurt, church hurt. Many of you all remember when a gospel singer made a video about church hurt and how people in the church really act. As a kid who has grown up in church, as a queer trans woman who has been active in church for most of her life, honey, there was an instance where church almost killed me, honey. It almost killed me. And the reason why I share that is that growing up in the church, I already faced adversity from my peers because of the fact that I absolutely love going to church. I love singing in the choir. I love partaking in music. I love being in Sunday school. I loved, 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 and I still love it today. Being a part of something that helps people. Now, granted, I am considered interfaith because of my ancestry. But some of the things that I endured in church will leave you hellified, want to cuss people out, and make you want to be bitter as hell. I remember growing up as a child, one of the things in church was the power struggle in families. And one of them being that if you didn't pay a certain amount of money or a certain amount of uh, um, tithing, then that meant that you didn't matter. Or if you didn't dress like this or sing like this artist, you didn't matter. And I experienced that as a singer and songwriter, musician. But one of the greatest hurts that I experienced was between 2004 and 2009, 2010. I was a part of this church and I was coming to grips with my sexuality. And, you know, I had been taught that my sexuality was wrong. My gender identity was wrong. And... I remember going to a church out of desperation because of the family brawl, which was the first episode. Then later on, I joined another church and didn't realize what the hell I was getting into. I was at this church for five years. And as a result... I was severely damaged because at this church, 
they did the first Sunday I was there, they did what they call a deliverance service. How I found out about this church was through a guy that I was interested in that I wanted to have a relationship with. But he later told me that he was delivered. Now, mind you, the year that I left this church, me and this person had some interactions and I'm not throwing him under the bus. And through all of this, I still tried to fit in with various people in the church setting and put on this church face. Mind you, there were times to where I would be hit and told I'm too articulate to be a black at that time living as the gender I was born as or that I would be condemned and cursed with a deadly disease that doctors couldn't figure out or that I would die of AIDS. Mind you, this was all out of ignorance. And what pissed me off is that one of the ministers that was to be my godmother would get drunk and high with a lot of us. And we would have fun, play truth or dare, stuff like that, the adult version. But then she would also talk mad trash about us in service in her sermons and prophesy and say we need to repent but I'm like weren't you just in the same setting we were doing the same thing so how can you preach to us one of the straws that broke the camel's back was the time that I went through an abusive relationship I was also working at a group home and I talked about this before I would come to church with black eyes and busted lips and I would cover it up in the heat of the summer wearing long sleeves or wearing heavy makeup to cover up bruises and things that I had endured because of the relationship that I was in. No one saw that the person I loved was beating my ass on a weekly basis. No one saw that I was scared for my life. They just saw my sexuality and I would get called out and embarrassed in church and told that I was going to die a painful death because of my sexuality, not knowing that I was being abused by my lover. And I question what happened to ministering to those that are lost, to those that really need help, to those that cannot fend for themselves. And I felt so lost. Even with me being a musician, I would bring songs to the praise team that I wanted to learn. And they would say, we can't sing that. It doesn't sound right. But months later, my former godmother would get up and sing the song in front of me. And I was relegated to a background singer, whereas I first came to that church lead singing and and really showing my talent they would embarrass me and tell me that I couldn't sing that I needed to get delivered like they told Andrew Caldwell in order to be of use and I felt useless I felt worthless took my voice away I already dealt with this shit in church as a child I had to deal with this in my adulthood 
Later on, I left that church and for a couple of months straight, they hounded me. They never knew where I moved to after I left that church. But after I left, they lost their membership. They really lost their membership. And needless to say, I don't know what they're doing, but I do know that they're watching me on Facebook. Because I've seen a couple of people from that church like my post. And I found out that after I left that church, they told people not to contact me, not to interact with me on Facebook because I was the devil. And I had done something against God by leaving their ministry. But if I hadn't have left their ministry, I would have killed myself. And I'm going to talk about my suicide attempt while I was going to this church. Y'all check out these church announcements. Y'all love loving me free. Remember, you are a melanated, a melanated memoir. And I love you. Smooches. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, my Melanated Memoirs listeners? Do you really love Melanated Memoirs? Well, you can get paid just to listen to Melanated Memoirs. You can get paid for listening to every podcast available. How so? By using the PodCoin app. Girl, when I tell you, PodCoin is the podcast player that pays. Honey, you can get paid to listen to your favorite episode. Heck, I dare you to go ahead and do it now. Just go ahead and do it now, honey. And what you can do, you can use your PodCoins to donate to charity. You can even use it to get you a Starbucks gift card or something. Because we know you got to have your Starbucks, your Amazon stuff. And your Dunkin' Donuts, because y'all know I love, I love, love, love the croissants, okay? But go ahead and download PodCoin now. You can download it from the Apple App Store or the iPhone App Store or Android App Store. You can also just share, share, share. Now, you can get 300 PodCoin by using my code MEMOIRS. That's M-E-M-O-I-R-S. Again, PodCoin is available on the App Store for Apple and Android. Let's get into it. Now, back into what happened with church. Now, there was a time frame where with this church, I was forced to cut off people that may have appeared to be gay or that they deemed was not worthy of my time because they didn't fit the propaganda of holiness or they weren't good enough. And the way this church was set up is very narcissistic and Jezebelic, if you will. They wanted to control who I hung with. They wanted to control even how I interacted with my own family. And I did not like that. So I remember one time for my birthday one year, um, I had a car to break down. 
And one of my good friends, one of the best friends that I have in this world, came and picked me up and took me to church. And when they saw this person, they said, who is that? I was like, that's my good friend. They brought me to church today. And instead of welcoming them, in, welcoming them into church, they talked about them like a dirty dog. Hurt my friend. Hurt my feelings. I never let my friend know what they said. But this church used me for money that I really didn't have to give. They would down people when they couldn't pay certain assessments and things because we had our bills to pay. And we were giving the pastor and her daughter money basically to take care of their house because they refused to work. During this, I went through a bad depression because I was always told that and I and at this point, I was just on campus going to class and studying and keeping to myself and hanging out with certain people that I knew would keep me grounded. And I went through a bad depression because I kept getting told I would die of AIDS if I ever went back to being a quote unquote homosexual or transgender. And I tried my feet in female impersonation. And that's where I knew that I was transgender in that instance. And I confided in my so-called godmother thinking it was just between me and her. By the time I got to church that Sunday, everybody knew my business. And the pastor preaches a sermon. And I knew that it was directed at me. It wasn't nothing Holy Ghost filled about it at all. She just threw me under the bus. Made me feel less than a person. Mind you, I went home. I went to campus that next day. Took several Tylenol PM. And tried to end my own life. Only thing that happened is I woke up the next day in the mid-afternoon and I was angry because I didn't die. I made up in my mind that I'm going to try to be straight. And I tried to be straight and cisgender, but it just didn't work. It just didn't take, as they would say. It's like a bad permit. didn't take. But later on, a couple of years later, after this abusive relationship, I made up in my mind that I was going to leave that church. One Sunday, I had begun to pack up my keyboard and some other items that I had that I was using at that church as part of the as part of the music department. And I told them, I said, you know, I love y'all and I'm so thankful for the love that you have shown. But this is my last Sunday here. I'm leaving the church. Um, I feel that it's time for me to move on. Um, there's no love lost. And when I left, I was shunned. I was treated like a redhead stepchild. I was treated like a piece of shit under somebody's shoe. I will never forget it to this day. Years later, I messaged the pastor on Facebook and messaged her and let her know why I left. It was because I got tired of her daughter doing things. And then calling everybody else out. And I told the pastor, I felt like she overlooked her own children's shit. And not addressing it and embarrassing other people. I let her know that I appreciate her for all that she's done. 
but it was time for me to move on and I never got a I'm sorry never got a response or anything and I don't care but months later her daughter liked a status on my Facebook page of me performing as the priestess the woman that I am now and I laughed and I scoffed at it because I'm like back then you didn't want me but now I'm hot y'all on me and I'm still in a healing process now I'm going to therapy because of this because of the fact that I was being abused in a relationship but I was also being abused by church people I was being taken advantage of and made a fool of. And now that I'm in in my healing process, which is why I really started this podcast, I learned that even in religious settings, you have a voice. Don't let anyone take your voice for you from you. If it doesn't line up with the word of God or if it doesn't sit well with your spirit, it's okay to say no and back away. If they trash you, then they are not really showing the brotherly love that the Bible tells them to show. Thank you all for listening to my story. Smooches. Remember, you are a melanated memoir and I love you. Melanated memoirs. Thank you again for showing love to melanated memoirs. If you want to be a part of this fabulous, fabulous show, please email us at melanatedmemoirspod at gmail.com. We'll love to have your story as a part of this fabulous collection. Don't forget to love yourselves and put yourselves first because you are a melanated memoir. Love to you.